Existence, yeah, right. We're back, baby. This is a stable of yeah. studs. <laughs> All right, you are listening to the stable of studs. I'm your host, Tank Rodriguez. Joined with me are my fellow studs. We got Adam Effing Danger. Adam, how you doing Hello. today, bud? I am, I am rocking and rolling today. This is exciting. I'm jazzed. I'm so glad to be here as always. Let's get to it. Yay, yay. <laughs> and of course, we got Mailman Moneymaker Mike. I added that last one because it's the truth. How are you doing, good Thank sir? Thank you, sir. I am wonderful. We have been, the stable of studs have been lurking in the dark like Johnny Ace <laughs> under the under the YMCA locker room window. <laughs> Oh. Did you miss us? Did you miss oh. us? <laughs> oh, man, guns are blazing. This song is, uh, as uh, Chris Jericho would call it, apropos. That it seems to be his favorite word. Uh, but, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, we could not miss this opportunity to not come back in such fashion on, uh, you know, a glorious, a glorious, glorious day. Slight bittersweetness, but we will get into that. And of course, we are talking about uh, the retirement of what said that would never come to be until the day he died. Vincent Kennedy McMahon is gone from WWE, as it turns out. Uh, sleeping with women and using uh, and possibly using uh, corporate money is frowned upon, uh, uh, even if you're the top dog of your company. Uh, so yeah, we decided, hey, we have to record. This has to happen. Uh, how could we miss this opportunity to talk about something that we've longed for for what seems the past 15, maybe even 20 years uh, of WWE? And, uh, you know, right off the bat, I'm going to say this, though. Um, for the most part, why he stepped out, there's only one instance that we, we know of as of now. One instance to where uh, misconduct, and, and he's a shitty person for doing it. Uh, I don't condone cheating, uh, but I, I, I don't condone, you know, uh, using corporate money to, to keep your mistresses silent. Uh, but there, to me, that's no wrongdoing as a person. And that just it speaks to your character. You're, you're a cheating asshole. Um, but, you know, that being said, there was one instance of him uh, coursing a, a former WWE superstar of, of uh, uh, fellatiatic uh, uh, experiences with Vince McMahon. Good God. Uh, it, the, one the genetic jackhammer. <laughs> and supposedly he was sending, like, dick pics, dude. Like, like that, that to me is insane. Like, somewhere out there, there's a picture of, of Mr. McMahon's dick just floating around. That's just weird to me. <laughs> it's just a little picture of Hornswoggle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it is. Oh. That's what it is. is uh, just Hornswoggle looking with that like, <laughs> gross beard he has. <laughs> that's the cubes. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about. I mean, this is this is this show is in dedication uh, of a true uh, con- uh, a true pioneer of wrestling who had a good vision and it just fucked it up when he got older. Vincent Kennedy McMahon retires from WWE July twenty second, two thousand twenty two. Um, what are y'all's thoughts? Uh, you know, we it 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 didn't come out of nowhere. But for the past couple of weeks, he was just fucking strutting down that 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 highway like 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 nothing was gonna happen to him. So I, I want to hear it from y'all, Adam. Go ahead. I'll say this. I'll go with this. Um, I knew. I was looking back on some tweets where I was asking questions about the NDAs, and that was from July 9th. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're still in the same month, and I, I personally I thought that. Where there's smoke, there was fire, and that Vince McMahon is no different than any kind of uh, high, you know, high-priced uh, mogul or entertainment impresario that has been brought down by things like Me Too, right? Like I knew yeah. that there was something to it, and uh, the story just kept unraveling. Now, Tank, you you brought up an interesting point earlier about you know uh, the infidelity aspect of it, but my question I always brought up was that. We only heard from Jerry McDivitt. We only heard what Vince's personal attorney wrote, that this was a consensual relationship and that, you know, it was handled and it was fine. They didn't use company money. My retort was always we only heard one side of the story. Yes. Right? We never heard her side of the story. Uh, and it just, you know, the facts that were given were that um, that this young person who worked for WWE as a paralegal uh, had a relationship with Vince McMahon, then had a relationship with Johnny Ace. Yes. And that's where, like, I pumped the brakes. I was like, what? Like, what person? Uh, you know, even if I put on, like, the most romantic of goggles, right? I'm like, oh, working <laughs> at the office and it's like oh you could use some fresh coffee and it's like oh you're always thinking about me linda or whom whatever this young person's name was <laughs> and uh, you know they they get you know they make eyes and this could be like a real like rom-com right like this was, we just met up just ships in the night and and we were meant for each other right like that's the most um romantic way of looking at it but the real way of looking at it is is what i think happened is that uh, maybe this person felt that their job was on the line if they didn't uh, please the the head honcho, the top banana, and then uh, maybe felt <laughs> no that to keep intended. that job. <laughs> exactly right. But to keep that job, uh, they had to to service Johnny Ace, which is a Ugh, you know a that's punishment. A, that's a job its on its own. own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I guess uh, the one thing I just come back to, and I'm going to throw it to to the mailman here, is that. In a way, what made Vince, what made Vince, you know, the sole impresario of pro wrestling for 40 years was this naked ambition, this lust for power. And I think that's exactly what did him in in the end is, is being on a power trip. Yeah. And this is none of this is about like sexual gratification or romance or anything. It was just a power trip that he thought, well, I can get away with this as long as they sign NDAs and I pay it out. I can just do whatever I want. I'm Mr. McMahon. He bought into his, got high on his own supply. And again, it took him to the, to bring pro wrestling into a global force, uh, you know, that we know today, but it also was his undoing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, mailman, I I just want to preface this. I just want to get your initial thoughts on this. We're going to break everything down. Uh, but what, but I do have to ask you one question here, uh, mailman, uh, that Tanner just posed to us. Does Vince go to AEW now? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I 
I hope Vince goes to AARP now. Um, but it's, uh, no, that I didn't see that post. Like, yeah, unfortunately, uh, uh, TNT, you know, Tanner Treadway couldn't join us uh, as he's off. And he's, uh, he's going to be reporting live from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tanner, uh, Tanner Turd is uh, uh, definitely in Florida. Yes, like it's, uh, so he'll be, uh, he'll be our eye in the sky. <laughs> uh the you know the our performance center correspondent no like i can't i there's nothing that i can add you know i think that would be any more insightful uh than what uh the brilliant one adam danger just uh particularly highlighted i'm i'm not too familiar on ndas like is there is there like a statute of limitations like would it would it we have to wait until vince passes before we really know like the people and the names affected and everything like their their case like a, their case to case by uh, case by case scenario as far as what's included in there uh we'll give you this amount of money for this amount of time or until this happens so yeah uh we have obviously we're not going to know what it said in there uh but yeah it 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 it's it just case by case one of the more uh you know one of the more um studious posters out there in reddit land um i didn't catch the actual name so my apologies if i'm you know not giving credit where it's due um put you know the the pieces together based on the timeline and you know releases and you know when um certain people seem to just drop out of favor you know in the uh in in the company and in the industry and what they did afterwards um there are some people that believe that the the diva search winner christy hemi was one of the individuals that he would have uh you know spent uh uh an inordinate amount of time with if you know what i mean but uh we'll see if there's any truth to that rumor in the days to come i suppose yeah and what i think too is that the these ladies do have ndas but other people that may know this information don't I I don't think this lasts very long. I think this ends up on a Dark Side of the Ring episode in the very near future, uh, or something sort of it, you know, sort of like that. Uh, I I it, it it's pro wrestling. It doesn't it it won't last that long as a secret, man. Um, so, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad to get y'all's initial thoughts on here. Uh, I, I, I know you probably haven't seen it, Mailman. I'm not sure about you, Adam. Uh, we are in different time zones, uh, but. Uh, Today's SmackDown started off with uh, co-CEO, which we'll get into, which is a preposterous thing uh, in itself to have two CEOs of a company. Um, Stephanie McMahon coming out and just you know uh, thanking her dad for all her all his years of service of what he uh, he built, and which is all fine and dandy. Um, I, I I don't I, I'm not sure if it's just you know. Uh, WWE marks like just love love WWE no matter what, um, and um, Channing thank you Vince like very proudly you know maybe they don't know what's going on, but man so much appreciation for that guy for being a scummy ass motherfucker you know. Yeah, I mean uh, it was it's it's been weird all along, and I'm gonna quote something that uh, Joshy numbers my brother. You know, one of the things that really just turned his stomach was after the first kind of allegations came out, and Vince just like went on SmackDown, and then everyone was like <laughs> bowing, and like it looked like a religious experience. And you know, uh, for my brother Joshy numbers, you know that was just beyond the pale, right? And he said, yeah. "I just I can't good in good conscience support this because it just looks like." 
you know, it just looks like every horrible thing you've seen. It looks like maybe the uh, the third Star Wars movie, right? Like Revenge of the Sith, where they're like, "This is how democracy crumbles, not with a whimper, but thunderous applause." Right? Like it's that kind of, <laughs> you know. It, but it, it was. You know, it's just marks, and and people love, uh, you know, WWE. You know, good, bad, or indifferent, and they right. believe in the cult of Vince. And um, yeah, I, I don't think that they're really taking into account that how serious things were. And you can even see on Twitter, right? A lot, a lot of people said, oh, Vince will get away with this. This isn't a big deal. This is just an affair. And to me, I was like, why would why would you spend like four million dollars on a piece of ass? I mean, come on. Like, yeah, give me a break there. I can understand, you know, just like to shut up, you know, shut someone up. One person spending like more like four million or three million was the first one. I think altogether was twelve million dollars spent, right? Which you know, which I, I I keep seeing the the quote from like Vince paid more for pussy than he did for WCW, at, which is <laughs> fucking insane wow. to think about. Wow. Like it really is. You know, WCW was paid for two million dollars. You know, um, it, it it it's just crazy to 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 think that. And the more and the fact that you said it too, Adam. Like now, it, it you you do kind of things like it wouldn't take that much to shut someone up, you know? Like like just for consensual sex. Like there's something more going on. But again, that's speculation. Now right. then, we we can table that and forget about that until the truth comes out. But but what we do know, what we do know for sure is that for the past God knows how long, the past two decades. Maybe a decade and a half, you know, WWE has been on the decline. I would say after Summer of Punk, there wasn't really a lot of good stuff coming out. And then, of course, you have, you know, uh, the uh, oh, what was it called? I forgot already. The COVID Center. Uh, oh, the, was Thunderdome. It the WCC. Or, yeah, 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 the, the Thunderdome. Yeah, sorry. So we had the Thunderdome. But I mean. It's been on the decline. We haven't been happy with W. We have to stomach it. I had to pretend just to argue with Tanner and to say, and I honestly believed it that you know it's going to change. It's going to change. You know, and y'all, I, mailman said it best. Jimothy said it best. Nothing's going to happen until that old man dies or walks away. Now I bring that up to ask you, with Stephanie McMahon as co-CEO. And trips back with the pan in his hand. Do we see a positive change? I mean, I think I think there's almost going to be like an expectation to to see some kind of immediate like, oh, look at you know, we're getting the company that we wanted finally. You know, almost like that they're they're going to have to you know, I hate to say like. Zack Snyder cut the WWE a little bit and kind of like, you know, like that they're going to have to, uh, you know, play into it or lean into those, to those pieces. Um, they've got to be, the, the coming days are going to be interesting from a strategy standpoint, because yeah. you one you wonder like to what degree does the, you know, does the, the Saudi shows continue oh. was that a vince thing or is nick khan and and stephanie on board with that oh, will they you know shit. will they bow to pub will they bow to public opinion because you know like now it's it's you know it, it's not the the infamous bulletproof vince mcmahon who can somehow like be all teflon done and not get you know not be be crucified 
for partnering with a murderous, you know, hate to say dictatorship. Right. But uh, let, let me cut you off. And yeah. Then yeah. So, yeah. So, but what if it's best for the best for WWE and, and best for shareholders to do that? Because as fucked up as Saudi is, it still brings in revenue for the shareholders. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I, I'm exactly. oh, that, and that that's an awful predicament. I don't even think about till now. But yeah, it, it it'll be it, it that's going to be interesting. But go go ahead, continue. Oh no, that I mean, you just wonder um, to that end. Like we were all speculating, you know, does this finally mean you know that Kevin Dunn is ousted and we get like God, you know so. a, a completely completely different WWE from a production standpoint? Like I think I think the the their their way of filming backstage skits with the camera being invisible is so antiquated now that yeah. it's like, you know, like it, I really, I really hope that, you know, much how they've taken, you know, taken those signals from WCW or ECW over the years. I hope that they take something from AEW where, you know, the camera's part of the backstage, you know, the backstage production and, yeah. and furthering angles and things and using like a Shivani to kind of like, you know, like, Oh, let's check in with these people or, right. and, you know, maybe create, you know, create something a little more organic from that standpoint, ousting, you know, ousting an individual who headed their production that almost looked at, you know, uh, fans like us with disdain, you mm -hmm. know, what, what role will, you know, what, what example will we see in the days to come with that? Like, so, I'm interested, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like the question is because, you know, retiree or not, you know, what happens with his shares? Like at the moment, Vince is still, you know, the, the dominant shareholder in the company. Is this a quote unquote public retirement? But in the reality, it's, it's like that, uh, that HBO show succession where he retires, but not really. And he's actually pulling strings from the children, mm. you know, off camera. So there's no culpability on that side of it, you know, do we get a WWE that we think will change, but actually doesn't because he's still, you know, puppeteering. I mean, a 77 year old man, you know, they're probably, I can't imagine he has long to live. I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> to be that, yeah, that pedantic, but like, you know, realistically, like there needs to be a, a, a plan for life after life after Vince and WWE. And I hope the last decade plus like that there's been, you know, we haven't been privy to what, you know, what that succession planning really has looked like behind the scenes. What role will Nick Khan play? What will Hunter and Stephanie play? What will even Shane play, if any? So yeah. um, the coming days are going to be very, very interesting. I, for one, am most excited to see uh, how the announcers feel not having, you know, a 77-year-old psychotic septuagenarian <laughs> screaming in their earpiece you know screaming in their earpiece every Called the Monday most spectacular most spectacular yeah. wrestlemania ever yeah like you know do we see a vocabulary change will you know will someone actually win a belt and not just you know a championship you know from mm. from here on out will someone go to a, a hospital and not uh, a medical, medical a nearby medical facility you know like will there be uh you know people will, will be sneezing actually... with impunity yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> dare we dare we dream dare we dream that possible so, you know, like apparently it... i heard mike that um even uh, maybe it was xavier woods had even brought up like roh and the iwgp uh, belts tonight on smackdown 
it was either Kofi or, or I, I read it on Twitter. I didn't actually watch SmackDown, but it seems like they're already like <laughs> testing the waters. Like, well, let's talk about our wow. especially if they have a pay-per-view wow. tomorrow. Right. It's kind of funny. So maybe we're already seeing like the, uh, the, the loosening of the fifth of door. The, grip. the fifth door yeah, opens. No, I, I mean, that would be, I mean, talk about, you know, giving the audience what they want. Like, I, I you know, Hunter, you know, Hunter and his NXT run, you know, with bringing in like a Jushin Liger or, you know, the Cruiserweight Classic using a Kota Ibushi has has shown a willingness to kind of loosen the, you know, the how strict the quote unquote, you know, lines that he's coloring in. So it will be very interesting to see, yeah, what is that? What is the landscape look like in the days and, and weeks to come? So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I. I lived through, you know, the the jubilation of, you know, WWE buying WCW and what could what could possibly come. How could they screw this up? Look at all the great, you know, possibilities in the future and only to be completely, you know, horrified with what what came after, you know, and and the reality of what they squandered. So here is here is another opportunity for WWE to potentially, you know, reignite a passion with that fan base that's out there you know will they will they capitalize this time or will they squander it again you know SummerSlam SummerSlam I will say just got a lot more interesting I will say that much yeah absolutely uh I I'm more I'm more juiced to see and jazz uh to see what Trips does with NXT 2.0 um I I that that to me I, I can't watch it anymore. Like the the little that I did watch before 2.0, like it, it squandered. Right. Like it, it's just unbearable yeah. at this point. Uh, it, right. it it really feels like just an overproduced N- NWA, but worse. Uh, just like terrible, right. terrible. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Um, yes. But I don't know, man. Um, and then of course we got reports today too, uh, saying that that Brock left. Uh, amidst uh, hearing that Vince McMahon left. Um, now, did they play into it, hearing that news, and wait for Brock to come out at the end and kind of squash whatever they had earlier? Or did they have to pay him a lot of money to stay? I, To me, that's, that, that's, an, that's an interesting one. I'm not sure why Vince would, I mean, why Brock would leave if Vince was gone. It, it, that, that, to me, doesn't add up. What do y'all think? Right. I think I think with that, like Brock reminds me of any kind of franchise player, like a Michael Jordan or you know uh, an Emmett Smith, right? When you're so big and you're so talented and you're you're the draw, right? You don't talk to anybody but the man in charge, right? You talk to the man who makes the decisions, who signs the checks, right? And so if Vince leaves, right, are you going to start talking to Nick Khan? Are you going to start talking to Stephanie now? No, like the man that you made your agreement with. And I don't think Brock is the most like litigious person. He's not Hogan, right? He doesn't have like an army, a fleet of lawyers or agents and whatever. I think Brock comes down from the mountain. Vince says, here's X number of dollars in this bag. Come out and do it. He says, that's fine. And when you find out the person that you've made the agreement with, right? Like in any business, the person that you made the agreement with is gone. You have no idea if the next party, the next person, the next people in charge are going to honor that, you know, agreement, right? And 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 one thing I want to go back to just real quickly, Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon, um, it's going to be very interesting in that decision making tree, right? Like, you know, 
does Nick Khan want to keep paying big bucks for Brock Lesnar? Does he think he can get the same kind of return on investment with a Bobby Lashley? Or does Steph McMahon think, you know, this kind of booking doesn't make sense. We're having Brock Roman six. Like, maybe we should do something else. Like, maybe they're not that all that interested in Brock because they may think that, you know, again, Nick Khan may think I can get better return on investment. And Stephanie might think I, I could book this better. So I could definitely see Brock saying, like, nah, fuck this. I don't. I don't deal with you. I deal with the man in charge, and the man in charge is, is now gone. So I, I would think, Tank and Mike, that it's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe Vince called or maybe they said, hey, hey, pal, like we really need you to do this. We need you to be uh, – this is such a chaotic day. I can't have you walking out because you know we need to show some sort of solidarity here. That's true. What about you, Mike? I, I, that's, a, that is, that's an amazing point. But, yeah, um, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I just – this is crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I do believe that, you know, much like, um, you know, I think even Punk stated, you know, in his time when he was with the company, like Vince was his go-to man as well over, you know, Hunter. Obviously there was the personal issues between the two of them from, you know, both being, you know, active competitors and trying to get uh, trying to achieve the same goals or, or hold the same top tier spot. But, you know, much the same way, I assume Brock very much kind of viewed uh, Vince the same way as his, you know, I don't want to say father figure necessarily because, uh, you know, Brock originally signed with the company, you know, very young in his formative years, uh, broke away, you know, had a, uh, had a very, you know, difficult, separation with the company at one point to go and and try football try and obviously succeed in mixed martial arts came back at a time when i think you know he thought uh mixed martial arts had had left him behind because of the you know diverticulitis and so you know maybe feels a little bit of an affinity for uh vince or a loyalty to him you know we know how in reality he how close he is to to take her you know, behind the scenes uh, from from comments that have made and photos that have circulated. So, and of course, you know, Hunter, uh, or excuse me, Taker, you know, uh, uh, drinks, you know, Vince's toilet water. Sorry, but like he, he does, <laughs> um, you know, like the, that. Um, so in much the same way, perhaps, you know, by proxy, you know, to Adam's point, he does see him as the, you know, as the, as the, the, his his sensei if you will i guess but um but that would be interesting to see like i'm i know uh there was a lot of of uh speculation out there because of you know the mattel reveals this weekend at the san diego comic-con hard to believe in all of this you know this craziness oh yeah san diego comic-con's going on as well <laughs> uh, like that um that uh mattel revealed a brock lesnar figure holding both the universal and wwe belts like oh. if that was there there were many people that you know were wondering is that you know is that for when he you know the brief time you know that he was he was champion before or is it you know is it a spoiler of what's to come but uh i have to imagine that you know this 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 new regime with an eye on the future isn't going to squander all of romans you know the the build and and uh, protection that Roman's been given aren't going to squander that towards someone who doesn't need that rub when right now, you know, with with Vince out of the picture, presumably, um, the number one goal should be, you know, who are we building the company around for the future? Is it a riddle? Is it, you know, 
a Gunther? Is it who, you know, who will it be that's young enough and skilled enough to, to, you know, to be that next John Cena, you know, the next rock, the next Austin, um, you know, are they going to squander that to someone who doesn't really need that push in a Brock Lesnar to Adam's point, you know, is Roman Brock part six, really, really the answer. And I don't believe it is, no, but absolutely it's, not. It, yeah, it's going, yeah, it's going to believe it's, so it's going to be a very, very interesting, you know, few, few weeks and months to come, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, for the existing roster, um, you know, even though there have been a bevy of releases, you know, uh, a Brock aside, you know, how does how does uh, uh, Nick Khan or Stephanie McMahon or Hunter feel about a about a Baron Corbin or a Miz or a, a Ezekiel or you know Madcap Moss, you know Austin Theory? Do they feel the same way about those individuals that Vince did? And so it's going to you know be a very tumultuous few few weeks yeah. and months even for for those names you know Brock Lesnar let alone. Um, where do you know where do they see their future you know headed now like now that the ball is is in you know Hunter and Stephanie's hands like you know like when the there's always time after time after time throughout the years going back to like Crockett or Fritz von Erich or you know Dundee or Watts like there's always like the the time old you know new Booker you know new roster and so uh, uh, you know who's left out there that that um that tony hasn't really capitalized on it's going to be very interesting to see like hunter was a giant proponent of john morrison you know and brought him on board twice only for vince to put him out on the street And as far as i could tell tony hasn't made like a commitment to him will we see him return like so i'm i'm very interested to see like how they handle the 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 roster depth issues in the coming days and weeks most of all i think that's probably what i'm excited about right now absolutely i i think you bring up a good point i there's actually two good points that that you you really start to think about when all this shit unravels do you get rid of do you get rid of characters and focus more Mm -hmm. reality based care reality based sports entertainers do you start saying wrestlers again you know um, and yeah. then and then yeah. go, and then going back to it too, Hunter Trips is a fucking indie. He he was a, a territory guy, you know. Yeah. I, and I and I think he I think he he I mean obviously there's no one in in that locker room or in that office that understands that more than him, you know. Being right. a territory guy, and he can see he can I think he sees the writing on the wall with an AEW mixing it together yeah. with an NXT or a ring of, you know, mi- yep. ring of honor going to NXT new Japan. Yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless. And that's that I think to me, it, it and I, I'll say this again, you know, <laughs> and hopefully I don't need my words, but I'm very, it, it, you can't, you can't get any worse than it is right now. I don't believe right. unless you just seriously just yeah. bring back hokey characters and you got giant yeah. Gonzalez coming out again with fucking, <laughs> with, with fucking chest pubes. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I just WWE WWE champion TL Hopper, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it's just, I, they, they have a long way to go till mania, which is kind of their reset point. So they have a lot of work to do. I, I, it's, I mean, we're only midway through the midway through the year, man, and we still got summer. You got SummerSlam tomorrow. You got Survivor Series, and and well, that's it, right? We don't have anything else. Anything crazy? 
until Rumble, I will right? I will say this, you know, Tanka, you reminded me of like when the new bookers come in, right? I will say this when I watched like the the last days of WCW, one of the more interesting parts of it was when when I believe like Vince Russo came back and then they started doing uh really interesting I thought they were interesting feuds where they pushed guys like Kidman. They pushed Chuck Palumbo and uh, and Sean Stasiak and uh, against you know I forgot those high flying dudes, uh, Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare. Like you got oh, and Booker T became champion, right? So like I could see that kind of reset happening where you get guys that are the Shinsuke Nakamura's and the Kevin Owens and the uh, uh, you know maybe even Sami Zayn, right? Like why? What if they yeah. start getting? you know serious pushes they don't have to be serious characters but if they get serious pushes here's all i want to see like if trips is charged this is all i want to see guys i just want to see 10 minute wrestling matches on tv yeah like just give me 10 minute wrestling matches don't make them tag teams don't make them will this person survive another you know will this person trust another person just give me like a shinsuke nakamura and a finn balor for 10 minutes the days and of, then somebody when, goes and somebody goes over and it's fine the days of you know when the 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 wrestlers would already be in the ring and the match starts there's no yeah, rhyme or reason right. why they're fighting you know who the good guy is you know who the bad guy is and you're going to see wrestling yep. and in between there there's some storyline you know you can't and, and yep. there, there's not not everything should have a storyline sometimes you know uh yep. like this like this is how messy smackdown was is they had uh, Street Profits come out. Theory comes and interrupts them, talking trash about how he's going to cash in versus, you know, Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, talking shit about Roman Reigns. All of a sudden, the Usos come out. And then he, and then Usos are like, you don't you disrespect the, uh, Theory like this. And guess what? Theory ends up tagging with the Usos. Like, that. how does that even, uh. like, like, what? Like he's talking shit about your cousin, and you're gonna like he's like, all right, cool, whatever. It was just a mess. It was very disastrous. But I'll say this: it gets a pass because of all the shit going on. They're like, do whatever you want. Yeah, go out there and do whatever. Now, uh, anyone? Did you have something to add, Adam? Uh, no. I mean, like I said, it, I think to make WWE watchable and look as much as I trash WWE and I make fun of it and I'm always ragging on it. I'll gladly come back if I could just see something make sense week to week and then just see, you know, good wrestling. Yeah. Just see good wrestling. Absolutely. I don't want to see a lot of like, you know, a lot of stunts or like three minute matches. Um, You know, you have the best roster in all of professional wrestling. Like just use it every once in a while, like make it, you know, make it worthwhile to tune in. And then, like I said, just keep it consistent. I I will say this, like last SummerSlam is when I really just gave up, like with Becky Lynch squashing Bianca Belair. I hated that so much. Like it got stuck in my craw so bad that I just, I stopped watching. I said, I'm not, it takes so much, it it takes so much energy to be upset about this. I'm going to stop. And I just kind of did. And so this kind of news is going to be like, okay, I will give it some time to, to, to see if they pick up. And if triple H runs this, like a a hyped up NXT, like a black and gold NXT, where again, you've got great matches, but you've got pretty easy to follow storylines. You've got interesting storylines. Like if we can get back to that, I'll be all, all on board. I'll take out all my WWE t-shirts that I've just been collecting dust behind my Bullet Club and my uh, Four Pillars of Heaven t-shirt that just came in. And, uh, nice. you know, I'll, I'll be back on the train again. But uh, I'll be anxious to see, 
you know, it doesn't take that much difference. But if you cut out the Kevin Dunn's, you cut out the Johnny Aces, maybe Bruce Pritchard's gone. You got Trips and and maybe Road Dog back well, and you, Sean back. You, you can leave Bruce. I think you can leave Bruce, man. I think Bruce's stuff is always like, oh, a ninja appeared and did some karate. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. His his ideas are done, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. So speaking of like being done. Don't give Stephanie the pin. I hope she does not get any kind of say so about who get you know what storylines happen and don't happen, and who gets the nudge and who doesn't. I I don't think she has like she's been around the business a while, but I I think it's very. I I, I just, has she been chief creative officer for like twenty years? Oh, man. Anyway, uh, I mean that might explain a lot of things. But I'm, is, saying. I'm saying. Uh, the other thing is too like. You can't have co-CEOs, man. Like you, yeah. like it didn't work for for Jim and Mike in the office. It's not gonna work. For, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work for those two. Um, yeah. One, one. Oh, go I ahead, know, go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say. I just saw a comment right now as I'm scrolling through. Uh, one of the pundits kind of uh, uh, had to speculate. You know, like where is. Uh, where's Heyman's mind at right now? Like his oh. wheels have to be spinning about like what grass can he really take back? Will he take raw back on? Will he take SmackDown? Will he, you know, like, uh, he, you know, you have this valuable commodity right there that has had proven success with building young stars with, you know, accentuating positives, like Even until like the ship is, yeah, that's the question. Yeah. That is, that's the million dollar question. He doesn't what have he beat with Stephanie. I mean, apparently, from what uh, from what the article dictates, that um, things are far, far better now. I oh, believe. Okay. I guess okay. you know, like uh, you know that that uh, that that relationship is in a better place. But um, you know that that is that is also a question. Like, is it in a better place because you have somebody who's who was distant from the from the product and someone that was only an on air talent? Is that why things are much better because neither of them had had a stake? Right in you know the day-to-day television but now like you put the you know you put stephanie and paul back both in a in a role with you know some sort of creative say you know will they both see eye to eye on what they want to do like is that's that is a wonderful question like you bring you know are you going to bring that you know leopards don't change their spots you're going to bring some kind of animosity out of the you know out of the dark there as well so um ultimately you know if they want if they want that that you know the infamous 1849 demographic i think some you need to have people in creative that are in that age group and think the way that age group does so i think you know the you know i think to to both of your points i'm not sure you know is is bruce capable of still like putting his finger on that pulse without a vince mcmahon you know that's an excellent question um you know you have like i have to wonder like is there is there a younger, fresher, you know, uh, take out there that that you know is equal to a to a, a youthful Tony Khan that can infuse some you know uh, uh, new ideas, new frontiers, you know, beyond just you know a bunch of 50, 60, 70 year old men, you know, and their and their you know take on wrestling, you know, granted, you know, there's tons there's tons to be learned from the past, but you know, like uh, you know, we're all we're all living in 2022 and it's a far different world than it was in 1987 or 1997 when the business was on fire in those decades. So, 
I, I, you know, the, the audience wants different things nowadays, you know, like the, the biggest movie star in the world isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sly Sloan, it's Robert Downey Jr. or Paul Rudd. Like there, there's, there's not the same identity of, you know, what, how, you know, your top guy has to look anymore yeah. or oh, like all of those things that I feel like Vince was still stuck in. I think that's what was holding the product back is, you know, like, uh, you know, the reason we're getting Roman Brock six is because how many guys look like that out there, you know, realistically. And I think that's what started this whole, um, uh, you know, the decision to shift gears on who they were recruiting at, at NXT and, you know, what started us down this, this, you know, 2.0 road was thinking like, I'm not finding guys that look the way rock did or the way Cena did, you know, on the independence, I need to go to colleges, but the, the difference between rock Cena, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk was a love for this business. And that's what, you know, the, the guys that love what they do are the guys that are going to succeed at the top of it because they, they live it, they breathe it. They, you know, it, it it's everything about them. I don't even think Vince was that anymore. I don't think Vince loved his company the way, you know, the way he once did. And so um, if, if from all indications, the way Hunter, the way Hunter does love it, the way, uh, you know, I truly believe Stephanie loves it, the way I think even Shane, you know, loves it, I think is, is already going to infuse a different life into the company, a, a vitality that, you know, that I think uh, at 77, like how much fire and passion did Vince really have left, you know, to, to try new things and break down new barriers. So um, like you have a guy, you know, that is infinitely, you know, one of the most talented guys on the planet in Chad Gable that was always hamstrung by the fact that, you know, he, he, you know, didn't, uh, you know, he didn't cast a, a shadow over the six foot line when he's walking out of a Seven Eleven. you know <laughs> what I mean? Those lines in the door that they have like, um, and, and, and for that, for that, that guy, you know, the, for that, that uh, uh, had kept him slotted as a tag team guy or a comedy guy. Now, potentially, you know, we could see him and Riddle in a best of seven for the U.S. title and and make that, you know, a valuable title the way it was in Crockett era. You know, yeah. there's the, the like to, to both of your points, like the the opportunity is there just to give, you know, the the audience a very pure, very like easy to follow, you know, the way the way television has shifted, the way video games have shifted, the way movies have shifted that you don't have to know, you know, you don't have to know miss uh miss marvel's whole story to 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 get something out of the disney plus show yeah. you know wink wink nudge 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 talking a little shop with uh <laughs> with my friends here um but it's it's um but it's um uh like but at the same point like if you do have it and you do love it the way you know we all do you can pick up on the nuances and enjoy it you know the same way you could throw family guy or the simpsons on and and enjoy it just for the stupid like fart jokes but if you're really listening and you're catching all the inside references you're like oh how smart was that like the the audience is far smarter than i think vince has given it credit in the last you know 20 30 years and so i think you know, uh, uh, that's where a Nick Khan is valuable because you have a guy that was a very successful agent for entertain entertainment properties. He was Ariel Helwani. Uh, he was his agent at one point who has gone on to great things since leaving the UFC, a number of people. Um, uh, and so uh, I think he gets the entertainment side of it, but not to not to a hokey way 
that Vince always got the entertainment side of it and that it was always like, you know, like his his narrow minded view of what entertainment was uh, in the 80s. You know, it, it yeah. time had kind of passed him by. And so I, I'm excited to see, you know, what you know, what this this group can really uh, uh, take the company forward in a different direction and, and find new and find new paths to, to take our to take us down as the audience that isn't so hamstrung by like, oh, I don't like, you know, I don't like the word belt or I don't like the world, you know, the word, you know, wrestler, you know, the it's, we're not hamstrung by that anymore, by the whims of, you know, one, you know, petulant child in an 80 year old man's body. So I'm, 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 I'm very optimistic. Like, I feel like I'm getting, you know, like I said, the first time um, I got to join the podcast with, you know, you incredible gentlemen and everybody else that, you know, for my fandom had become, you know, what wrestling, the, what wrestling could possibly be. And um, it was, you know, thankfully, you know, AEW has kept the, that love of it alive because of, you know, uh, it's been a promotion for the fans by the fans and um, uh, WWE has been anything but that, you know, kind of, and, but still at the same time trying to convince you, you know, like, oh, you know, we're, you know, hello, like, uh, what is that meme with Steve Buscemi dressed like a high schooler? Like, uh, hello, hello, fellow, fellow kids. kids, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like, that's what it's felt like, you know, kind of like, you know, can can anyone else see this but me? Like, you know, everybody can recognize this, right? And so it's, I, I think it's exciting to, that they're going to allow it uh, to, to be, you know, any, any change I think is a positive. Yeah. If it, if it takes someone, if it takes a passionate fan like Adam, if it takes a passionate fan like, like tank and says, you know what, I'll give it a shot. Let me, you know, tune back in and see, you know, anything that can put, put possibly bring back lapsed fans right now. I, I, you know, I think is, is a wonderful thing. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring something up here too. Like, you mentioned like new like new vitality in there. Does vitality, as far as like in in the background of of like agents and um, and coaches. Now, the reason like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. So the reason yeah. why, like we love like not so much the Attitude Era, but even like before the Attitude Era, during and a little bit afterwards. Um, during ruthless aggression, like why it was so good is because the vets were passing down the knowledge uh, to the to the new school, you know. And now, yeah, now yeah. you really don't have like anybody anybody that's really a vet from that time period being able to pass down anything. So I think, right. like, yeah, there's a cap, you know. Like if you're like sixty five and above, you probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. As far as like what's in and what's not in. But guys like, right. like Brian James, I think he has like so much to bring to the table still. So, you Absolutely. Know, of, of course, Shawn Michaels is there. But really, and, yeah. and, and it's, it's not a knock on him. And if he wants to teach wrestling and wrestling only, I get it. But you have guys like Norman Smiley in the back teaching how to, you know, like yeah. during promo class. Like, really, dog? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's, there's – yes, I think you're right to an extent like – there is a certain point to where you're saying, "Hey, look, there there was these guys that were let go that probably shouldn't have been let go." You know, um, you got yeah. you, you can even bring back Kurt Angle in the back, man, like that. You yeah, know, um, 
Go yeah, ahead. if if they if they learn, and I'm sorry, like no, it. Uh, I feel like I feel what you're saying so much. Like that is that is the thing when I you know cheer or or cheerlead AEW to to wrestling fans or to people who are kind of like dare I say Vincells that that don't want to <laughs> give it a shot, that don't want to give it a shot. If 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 WWE can take anything AEW's done and apply it, that is that was brilliant. It is to your point, Tank is using a Jake Roberts, uh, a, a Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, Taz, Jerry Lynn, whomever to like invaluable roles to accentuate the younger guys, yeah. you know, to get them ready to be at that level. To your like absolute like you like if you want guys to become draws they need to learn from people that drew money like you know to your point brian james like oh my god his family legacy like uh like you said norman smiley who's done everything on every continent steve carino is backstage just like just agenting right now and how much knowledge is in that guy's head like that that's you know no offense to to you know i'm sure the jamie nobles and and you know uh tyson kids are great mechanics and teaching the guys 100%. like you know that are still yeah still green and young but yet like if hunter does anything like throw millions of dollars at uh, uh at the kurt angles bret hart's steve austin's just to be that voice backstage yep. to say like if you want to make money in this business here's what you do and so that that above anything else is like you know the the there needs to be a little bit of that like you know the 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 willingness to like ride in a car, you know, and, and Bring travel, yeah, you know, 200 exactly. miles. Yeah. 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 Man. Like there's, there's, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And yeah. that, and, and that has proven. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to, I was just going to tail end of it. Hundreds of years, this industry has thrived, grown, prospered by a bunch of guys listening to some dude in the front seat of a car, just tell them like, you know, like, here, you know, here's where you're you're taking three steps when you only need to take two. Right. Here's where you know, like, here's where you don't need to do five thousand moves. You can do twenty and and bring people to their feet. Like that's, you know, bring some longevity. Bring some some you know some uh, a, a sense of like, you know, the the we want you guys to to be successful. It's not like here's the glass ceiling and we're only going to let so many guys like get over this level because this is who was in our, this is who's in our click. And this is who we, we think we can make money from like now, like to just like Adam said before, Nakamura, Balor, Zane, like Ricochet, like all of these guys and stuff that have a hunger for it. If they can be valuable, like, you know, the, the, you know, some guys that can talk, let them talk. The guys that are better suited to work in the ring, let them work in the ring. Like, but at the same point, you know, put all of them, in a car with a Ron Simmons, with a Kurt Angle, with the guys that have made a shit ton of money, you know, doing this job before, like, you know, the, the, where would any of us be in our shoot jobs? If we didn't have somebody along the way, teach us like, here's how to be successful at this. Here's what I did. Here's what to avoid, you know, like, because, and, and usually those people were a supervisor, a manager, a leader, a, a president, a CEO, whatever that we've learned from. We, we look to the people that got to where we want to get, get to, like, I'm sorry, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure Noble and Kidman and all those guys are excellent dudes and have tons of knowledge to pass on for that level. But at the same point, if, if these guys want to be that needle mover, that word, that term seems to get thrown around a lot lately. It's like, I'm going to go to a Brian James or a, a even Sean Waltman or, you know, uh, Kevin Nash, yep. you know, as much as, as much as those guys get maligned for, you know, what they did in WCW or whatever, the reality it. is that, 
Yeah, they got over and they drew a shit ton of money yep. with like six moves. Exactly. And and guess what, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin can still walk upright, you know, in, in his in his later years. <laughs> better. So, I like, think he walks yeah. even better yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say, like, I think I think one of the things that that I know I definitely blame Vince for is it just being so overproduced, right? Yeah. So while you do have these young people, you have really really talented people. Let them be them, right? Like yep. as fans, we want to feel like we're seeing the real person on screen yeah. like talking yeah. and and wrestling right don't make them say suffer yeah. succotash and don't make them try to you know don't fit a, a, a round peg into a square hole or whatever right like i and i'm yep. hoping with events being gone i'm hoping stephanie and triple h say look i know you know this person is telling i know aj styles is super talented uh i'm gonna let him do his thing i'm just gonna say hey i need you to hit these benchmarks and sell the pay-per-view for or the premium live event for two weeks from now can you get it yeah done and then the same with uh you know a young a younger person maybe like a montez ford right like yeah just let oh them God, be yeah. them let and uh yeah let them be them let them cut their own little promos and this is how i want to say it and i'm going to see if it works and if it doesn't work then yeah i'm going to talk to the vet and the vet say hey pull it back get a little more intensity mm-hmm. uh or whatever right but let them be all natural because again what really kills my enjoyment of of the product is it's just so banal right all the wrestling moves are the same everybody has um, uh, two setup moves, two uh, submission holds, and two different finishers, right? But everything else is the same kind of creative wrestler default uh, uh, move set, right? No move, no matches right. really deviate from that. So I'm really hoping that again, with if Triple H is in charge and staff and whoever is there saying, okay, you know, if you're a high flyer, be a high flyer. If you're a big imposing guy like Gunter, uh, then yeah, just chop away and like power moves and like a big stomp right like it makes it so interesting don't make them have to do the same kind of like i don't know suplex and then throw somebody into the ring and grab a hold right yeah pete dunn joint manipulation matt riddle a completely different kind of joint manipulation i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no but um, you do you do run the the part that go ahead no, I just want the part that just hit me like a lightning bolt that I wanted to, that, I mean, it's a side aspect of this, but w- since we're talking like, you know, talent with the shackles off and, and uh, creative possibilities, you two were the two in our microcosm, our group to really broach this subject before I feel like I heard it anywhere else. Like, what do you guys think this means for Cody's possibilities now? Like, what do you guys see? Like, do you utilize him in in a greater capacity than just a talent being a, a successful evp and someone that a ricky stark still to this day goes to and right. that's somebody you want to snatch when when he comes yeah. open or do even, you utilize this guy or an mjf oh there you go see i wasn't even thinking like that like so there you go like that what do you two think now like how do you utilize a cody rhodes if you're this new regime do you pull him into that that inner circle as well. So I'll, well, that's my, I'll, that's my I'll question. Answer, is, I'll answer is, that to. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Adam. I was going to just ask. I'm going to ask a question with the question: Was Cody a Vince hire or a Steph's and Trips hire? Oh, it was definitely oh. Vince. Oh, it was definitely Vince. I, I mean, mean Trips was uh, in the picture yet. I mean, yeah, and at the same point, like Cody has said, like how Hunter reached out to him when his when Liberty was born, and like their relationship is really close. So no, I think that's that's an excellent point you raise right there, Adam. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah, that's a that is. So yeah, I I'm interested to see what their dynamic is. What well, were you gonna say, Tink? Well, no, I was gonna go back to the the previous topic and and to say like it, it's it's imperative that we 
we look at the the vets that actually pulled money in and drew money in and and got over uh, because you you risk the fat you risk you risk running into having to go to Drew McIntyre granted a great talent and we're like hey hey sure. Drew like 20 years from now how did you get over uh, I was they were all I had it was all me you know are you go to yeah. Roman oh my God. Or, or, or you go to yeah. Roman hey Roman how did you get over how did you listen to the crowd Oh, they pushed me like they they didn't allow anybody else to get over except for me. You know, I was basically Hogan, you know, but without the Hogan, you know, so like that's I mean, that's that that's like that's a real thing that can happen. If you don't look at these old guys that actually pulled in money, I'm not talking about like the 60, 70 year old guys uh, that are still there in the back. But uh, but going back to the Cody thing, I mean, like, again, it opens up the door to endless possibilities of of of, of real talent, not the guys they they. You have you have the you have a fucking hard on for because you you have a gut feeling. No, they've proven to you they can do what you need them to do if given the opportunity. Yeah. I think yes. I, I think uh, I think not only with Cody but with Jericho. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Jericho was is on. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure how good of terms he is with, with Triple H and stuff. Because uh, I, I, you know, there was heat back in the day. But I, but but even then, yeah. like they, they, Cody can be that that guy that just like works between everybody. I think it, it's yeah. it's, it's going to be such an open relationship for pro wrestling now. I think it, it's it it really it. I hope I hope to God it is. I hope that this new era just really like just branches out because it's dull right now. It's so dull, yeah. and it's like. And I'm not seeing anything new, and I want to be able to say, like, yeah, I watched wrestling before, you know, before it got cool again, you know, and like it was worth the wait, you know, like, and and the guys and the guys that were in the trenches, they were just fucking, you know, just you know, just busting their ass night in, night out, you know. Uh, yep. But 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 going back, I don't want to steer too far away uh, before we close up here. Um, I think Cody, I, I think Cody plays an, a, a great role in this. Uh, when he comes back, you know, so uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. But the last thing I want to bring up, because we are almost out of time here, is uh, I'm going to test y'all here uh, to do something, you know, uh, maybe, you know, it's kind of a swerve. Besides building building wrestling to what it is today, I, even though he's a big piece of shit now, and you know, the truth came yeah. out. What good has Vince McMahon done for pro wrestling other than, you know, uh, building it, obviously, to what it is today and Hogan? Um, I think the thing that I... Like, like what do you give him credit for? What do you give him credit for? Yeah. I, I think the thing that keeps coming up um, that that he contributed from the guys that were that have had, you know, that, that same longevity from the, you know, the big names like your flares or... or you know, people at that level. Um, I want to say the branding and marketing piece of it. Right. I I think yeah that you really didn't have the you know the 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 wherewithal to like I'm gonna put these guys in a cartoon and action figures and you and you know like uh, individualized T-shirts and and all like the you know those aspects. I think he was ahead of his time with you know the video game like you know yeah. the those things you know, really taking wrestling out of the, you know, out of like, this is what it is. And it's, you know, it's, it, yeah, exactly. Cigarette filled, you know, <laughs> schools and all of those things and stuff that it was, that it was in and opening it to an audience that could easily find it. 
um, you know, much like how I think, you know, the, the, you know, Marvel has done now on a, on a different Star Wars has done now, um, you know, all of those things uh, like are uh, finding, you know, new audiences of, of all age groups, you know, through like toys or, you know, books or, you know, like, like all of those pieces, I think initially um, are what I hear him hailed for more often. I think that that immediately is his, uh, the, I, I, the term business acumen, I guess is what I'm, is what I'm coming back to. Adam, do you have a, do you have a different take on that one? Anything else? You know, it's, it's really hard because I think you really nailed it. You know, like I was going to say like he saw the next 30 years of pro wrestling and what it could be in 30 years. And he was probably only person uh, in 1984 that saw it right and saw that this could be as big as the NFL as big as the NBA and be global right how many stars do we have now that say you know they came from all corners of the world and say you know I know WWE he made he made wrestling like Kleenex right like the brand is WWE but when he you know that's wrestling to a majority of people on the face of this earth and yeah. you know that how crazy is that is that kind of brand awareness you're um, muted again, I, Mike. Go ahead, Adam. I was gonna say, yeah, I think I think on top of that, uh, you know, Vince, um, you know, I think is is the last real kind of pro wrestling titan. Yeah. And I think after after this, it'll just be really good executives and money marks, right? You're not the way we talk about just uh, Vern Gagne, right? And and anyone who was in like NWA for, you know, again, the past 100 years, like Mike said, uh, Vince is the last of them. Vince is the last of the breed. And it's going it, to, I don't say this like wistfully, like, oh my gosh, but, you know, this is like saying Kurt Cobain was the last rock star, like the true yeah. last rock and roll star. You're not going to see someone like him again. It's, it's going to be a little more, corporatized and it's going to be you know tv execs the harvey schillers right and yeah i don't even think you'll see an eric bischoff anymore you're not going to see a paul Heyman anymore you're just going to see money marks and uh maybe a jeremy borash or something not to speak <laughs> ill of them but that's what it is right these are marks that grew up with pro wrestling and, and they love it but um they're they're not really renegades or mavericks so to yeah. speak well um i'm he gave us the attitude error, man. He 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 made wrestling really cool, you know, for a, a brief moment in time, and uh, you know, it, it shaped it shaped a lot of our childhood memories and childhood uh, uh, actions, uh, telling everyone to suck it with their hands, and, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It, it's not even. It's not bittersweet. But you know, I am thankful for the the good things that he brought. You know. Um, but you know, I am still very much glad he's gone and it, it's going to be very interesting to see, uh, what things are to come. Um, we lost Mike there, but I want to thank Mike for joining us too. Um, and then of course I want to thank Adam, uh, F and danger. Uh, Adam is the podcast still going on on your end. <laughs> it's on a, a, a hiatus a at brief. this time, but, uh, I, you know, there's been talk about bringing it back, possibly the, um, uh, obviously, Adam Danger Productions. We talk about all things, you know, sci-fi, baseball, and whatever kind of comes into my head. I need to. Hopefully, this will be like the jumping-off point for Good. me to uh, get off my keister. Good. And uh, start recording some more. Awesome. Good. Well, uh, you know, I, I want to leave us with one thing. Uh, you know, I, I think it's only fitting. Uh, Vince McMahon did say uh, Brett screwed Brett, but this time Vince uh, screwed uh, employees. 
so that <laughs> I want to thank everyone for uh, coming back and listening to this table of studs. Uh, it, it, it's glad to be. Uh, we are back. I, I promise you that. I can't guarantee weekly, maybe bi-weekly, uh, but I'm going to try my hardest to make this a weekly show again. Uh, we do miss you, and I want to thank everyone for joining in, following us on on uh, Spotify, subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts. We are the Stable of Studs, and we'll see you next time, boys and girls. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>